Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Elissa Branch, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode of Women of Influence features Nicole Booth, the EVP of Public Affairs at Notarize. Nicole joins us today to talk about her work in the industry, how Notarize has navigated the pandemic, and the importance of raw adoption. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Want to give your customers the streamlined mortgage experience they expect? Fannie Mae's digital mortgage solutions are fast, efficient, contactless, and they save paper. Our digital mortgage solutions provide efficiency for you, convenience for your customers, and deliver a great experience at every stage of the mortgage cycle. Own the mortgage experience with Fannie Mae's innovative solutions. Visit FannieMae.com slash go digital. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Welcome back to another segment of Housing Wire's Woman of Influence. I'm Austin Lloyd, and today I'm joined with Nicole Booth, the Executive Vice President of Public Affairs at Notarize. Thank you for joining me on Housing Wire Daily. Thank you for having me. Of course, Nicole, we are so happy to have you here. You're a woman of influence, so we know we can learn a lot from you today. Our listeners, Nicole is going to explain to us how she became a woman of influence and discuss some movements in the fintech market. But before we dive into today's conversation, um, Nicole, can you tell us more about yourself? When and where did you begin your journey in the housing industry? Sure. Well, I'm going to go way back. I, I lived in Washington, D.C. and worked for um, worked on Capitol Hill for a couple congressmen. Um, I then moved to a law lobbying firm where I got to work on issues important to the state of Michigan, which, are, which, which is where I'm originally from. And at that point, Dodd-Frank was moving through Congress. So um, I was fortunate to have an intro to housing through Quicken Loans, where a wonderful leader, Sean Krause, saw something in me and said she could use me. So my my, my crash course in learning was my first day I had to read the uh, QM proposed rules from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. So um, was really able to navigate and rely on uh, building relationships and conversations to uh, understand the industry and, and found that I love the idea of making it easier through technology and focus on that arena in the housing space. Wow. Well, it seems like your early days really prepared you for what you're doing today now. So thank you for sharing your background with us. Now I want to focus on why you're here, which is to discuss how you became a woman of influence. Nicole, as EVP of Public Affairs at Notarize, you lead the organization's efforts and strategy to build and maintain trust among external audiences, including government affairs, policy, and industry relations and community engagement. So I imagine in a COVID-19 world, this duty has become even more important. So my first question for you is, what has your experience been like during such an unpredictable time in housing? So my challenge, or, or if you want to look at it the other way, the opportunity was how how do we build meaningful relationships and partnerships to move policy, whether it's government or industry, forward in a, a virtual space? And I'm a big believer in breaking bread to bring people together. And so it got a little tricky. So something that I was able to rely on was the long-term relationships to still move the needle. And it was really exciting to see perceptions change and awareness, just general awareness around digital services like e-closing, remote online notarization. 
in a, in a time where you weren't able to make those in-person connections and really rely on the technology to help you promote technology. It was really exciting. Wow. So that is a really exciting start. So I want to continue on my last question. So we saw the COVID-19 pandemic spread market to market. Uh, We saw the industry really harness technology as a means to keep businesses going. For a fintech company, I can assume this boom in demand produced some significant growth in business, as well as more attention for your products. So how did you make sure your team was prepared for this transformation? So I took a risk and made a jump in the middle of 2020 from an amazing, well-established organization to a startup. So for, for for me, being prepared meant building a team, building a team at all. Um, Notarize has a wonderful tradition and philosophy around working towards being partners with the government. And I needed to think about how do I keep our culture and this philosophy and how do I hire a diverse set of team members that embody this belief as well as the energy to head towards whatever the future is. So I'm really grateful and fortunate that Notarize has given me the resources to be engaged in the housing industry while also building an amazing public affairs team and one that has a seat at the decision-making table of the organization. I want to highlight some of your personal achievements in 2020. Uh, During the year, as the world rusted digitized, as we mentioned previously, um, legislatures attempted to better understand their immediate needs of their constituents, including Ron. A part of your job was convincing lawmakers of the need and benefits of Ron and then passing legislation that allowed for its adoption. So when advocating for Ron adoption, what are some of the most important factors to present to legislatures? Do you believe there's been a significant movement in adoption because of advocacy? I know um, Ron has been around for a while, but curious on how much advocacy has really helped, especially during this time. So I think of advocating as education. Legislators and their staff have so many issues that they're covering at any single time. So the question is, how do we get our message across as clearly as possible with real-life examples? Have the legislators or staff refinanced or bought our home? What was their process like? How could it be easier? So working through that and then doing the best to highlight the safety and security features of an e-closing using a remote online notarization, as well as the accessibility and putting power back into the hands of the consumer on their day day-to-day basis. Mm-hmm. So the first ROM bill passed in Virginia in 2011. So it's not a new concept in that the housing industry has been a great advocate for change and movement in the states. 2020 accelerated the awareness and understanding more broadly, but because of coalitions and relationships such as with um, leadership through the Mortgage Bankers Association, the American Land Title Association, and the National Association of Realtors at both the national and state level, and because a message was already crafted, it really gave us the ability to move and pivot at the speed of change. Um, So... I think for the industry, they were able to see, one, organizations are using RON, and two, maybe they can adjust their processes and technology to tampen sooner than they thought. Yeah, definitely. I feel like with COVID-19, it was impossible to not see the need for digital uh, digital tools to help uh, people get into homes, to help them better uh, process loans. It was unavoidable, if I, I would say. <laughs> Agreed. Once something that was once a convenience quickly became a need for sure. Yeah, that's true. I'd also like to discuss some of your work outside advocacy as you're also a culture carrier at Notarize. This means you've helped define the social impact policies at the organization, including bridging the digital divide and creating accessible experiences on the platform. So can you tell us about these policies and what they hope to achieve? 
Yeah. So when I started, Notarize already had an active diversity, equity, and inclusion committee with such a collaborative community of ideas. So we thought about how do we take our mission and tie it to something greater than the organization? And as a technology company, we believe that all communities should have access to digital services and more control over their day-to-day lives. So we focused on digital gaps. So thinking about what are and how do we find the intersections of digital access and other industries such as expanding and removing barriers to home ownership. So one example is a partnership that we were fortunate to have with um, Windermere who provided forms to remove racial restrictive covenants from titles. And we were able to use digital services to make the process more convenient for the homeowner by offering a complimentary needed notarization, again, to simplify that process. Um, And another is um, we need to educate ourselves Mm -hmm. internally. We need to understand what the digital gaps are so that how do we know what to um, work towards if we don't understand where the current lay of the land is. So um, at the time of this recording, as we're speaking right now, it is Digital Inclusion Week, um, which was started by the National Digital Inclusion Alliance. It's it's an annual campaign to raise awareness of digital empowerment gaps and equity. Um, And in order to think about how we can move the needle in this area, it's important for our team members at Notarize to understand the issues, terminology, and data behind digital gaps. So we've been working on that. We did this last year and then we've, we've been working with them this year as well. Thank you for sharing that with us. I'm sure um, I didn't know about that. And so I'm sure our audience is really excited to hear about that as well too. Um, that's wonderful. All right. And so before we wrap today, I wanted to know if there's any advice you can offer to other women who aspire to your level of success. This is my favorite question. <laughs> <laughs> and it's tough, right? Um, yeah. you know, I've been really fortunate to have some amazing leaders and mentors, both men and women in my life. And I'm grateful for that village of family, friends, team members, and women pioneers who paved the way. So I think, you know, through their support and empowerment, the the one piece of advice that I've learned from my village is to use your voice, whether it's mm-hmm. to advocate for a mentee or someone you're sponsoring to, as you uplift others, whether it's to ask questions, to advance policy internally or externally of your organization, your personal or your work life, or whether you have the world's best idea or it becomes a learning experience in the process. If you're not using your voice, you're doing yourself and others a disservice and you'll learn a lot more about who you are and what you, where you wanna go in life, but then also um, about others in the community that you're in when you do use it. Wow, well, thank you for using your voice today and joining us on our show. Wonderful, thank you for having me. Of course. Listeners, thank you for listening in and join us next Tuesday for another great interview with Women of Influence. Until then, tune in tomorrow for an interview with our host, Matthew Blake, Housing Wire Senior Real Estate Reporter. You won't want to miss out. Looking for more insight into what will happen in 2022? Or maybe you need more information on what in the world is happening with the federal regulators. Or you could just be looking for information on how to stay competitive as the industry shifts to a purchase-focused market. Our HW Plus Premium Membership comes with all of this insight and more. With your HW Plus Membership, you'll get at least five HW Plus articles a week that dive deeper into the daily news to help you confidently make business decisions. To join, go to housingware.com forward slash membership. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. I hope you have a great afternoon. 
If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on all the hottest stories crossing our news desk daily. The podcast is now available wherever you like to listen. Make sure to tune in tomorrow.